0: everybody and welcome to our 145th podcast, the podcast of Casinos USA in this brand new year of 2023. Certainly we're hoping that your holidays were everything that you wanted them to be and you got to share it with those people that you love, family, friends, whomever. We were um, blessed to have uh, a visitor to our home in western Pennsylvania, visitors I should say my daughter, Jill Nicole, and her husband. um, Her husband's a very successful businessman in Las Vegas. And four of the seven grandkids stopped in to (laughs) share some of the Christmas holidays with us. So we felt blessed about that. So of course, I wanted to take the opportunity to talk to uh, Jill's husband, Jimmy, about life in Las Vegas and some of the things he just generally experiences Being in Southern Nevada, you know, you think of the old cowboy movies, uh, Texas, New Mexico, Nevada, (laughs) Colorado, Wyoming, man, right the Wild West. And, uh, you know, Jimmy wasn't there back then, but he was there, you know, long enough to have a really, really substantial um, impression on what the place is all about and, and why people come there and succeed. Uh, in business and why some don't. And so we'll be uh, making Jimmy's visit to the Pittsburgh suburbs the feature. Uh, <laughs> and we'll explain what about the law, man. I ask, I ask that question so often, you know. I, I encourage everybody to play by the rules, to to use um, legalized online sites when they gamble on their phones, you know, etc. <laughs> but of course... If there's one place uh, in the country where sometimes people just don't care about the law, (laughs) it might be that um, Nevada, Colorado, Wyoming would be one of those areas, so we'll talk about that a little bit in just a moment. We'll also be bringing in Janie to talk about her STP feature, Slot Tips, Please. That was uh, a big hit in our episode before Christmas, so she'll be back. And just some general odds and ends that we always throw in little tidbits (laughs) of entertainment for you. So let's take a very short break and come back with Jimmy Crimmie, (laughs) my son-in-law from Las Vegas. So here's uh, Jimmy Crimmie. He's a successful businessman from the Henderson area uh, south of the Strip in Las Vegas, four or five miles So, Jimmy, would you introduce yourself, talk about your business a little bit?
1: Yeah, well, thank you so much for for having me. Um, It's hard to believe all these years have passed after uh, relocating out there to uh, Henderson, Nevada, uh, which is basically the same as Las Vegas. Um, It's it's just amazing to know how much time has passed. Um, And I never thought I'd really ever wind up on the West Coast, but leaving uh, the uh, central New York area... Uh, I guess has been a little bit of a blessing in disguise. Would uh,
0: you have any insight or tips that you wanted to share for someone who was thinking, you know, I'd like to move my business to that booming place in Southern Nevada, the Las Vegas, Henderson, Summerlin area. I know because you've seen businesses come and go. So what tip would you tell somebody if they actually stepped into your store to talk to you? Well, first
1: of all, you know uh, it, it's it's a different it's a different way of uh, living out west uh, there there's tremendous opportunity for for those that have self-discipline and I say that in the means of uh, the fact that casinos uh, and temptations of gambling and uh, all the all the fun that's offered has to come with discipline like anything else. Uh, uh, people do have big expectations of the fact that they think they're going to win and they think that they're going to change your life uh, by gambling. And that is not always the case. There has to be a level of discipline. And, uh, and you have to realize that there's normal communities and there's just normal walks of life even out there uh, in the desert of Las Vegas. Uh, it it does require discipline to stay out of the casinos if you can't uh, you can't control yourself.
0: Well, I, that's why we talk about recreational gambling on here because I think it's it's senseless to tell people this is how you beat the casino because you're not always going to beat the casino. They have an yeah. edge in everything in the place, every table game, every slot machine. They have the edge. And and some people do make incredible amounts of money, but to think that it's going to happen to you, it's like a
1: lightning strike, you know. So that is a hundred percent correct. It is a hundred percent correct. And and uh, some people do not have that ability to stay focused on the goals of of living there and moving there and and maybe opening up a business. But from the business aspect of things, um, the sky's the limit as as long as you have that self control to to not get lost and think that you're going to actually go in and beat the casinos all the time
0: well in your travels i know you vacation in california and you you like to you love cars and i know you enjoy cars and you enjoy traveling and so uh you had this great anecdote about traveling in colorado along the colorado river and i actually named the podcast <laughs> what about the law <laughs> so if you could explain that
1: one i think people would enjoy it So the Colorado River is not too far from the Las Vegas area, and it offers a wide variety of uh, fun things to do, such as jet skiing and just being on the water in general. Uh, It's only an hour's drive from the Las Vegas area, the Colorado River, and uh, there's just lots of things to do there. So uh, upon taking a weekend with my son to uh, uh, be near the water and do some jet skiing, We ventured off uh, on the other side of the Colorado River. There's a very old, tiny little town called Oatman, and it's basically a tourist attraction, and it's kind of off the grid. And uh, upon driving uh, through the desert on the Colorado side, uh, we actually came across a couple elderly gentlemen on the side of the road. And believe it or not... They had a small card table set up with a small sign that was barely visible, and the sign read, Guns and Knives for Sale.
0: So, so they, weren't, they weren't selling barbecue chicken on the side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were not Gun, selling
0: Guns and knives for sale. Okay. All right. Now, let's, let's talk about what does actually, what did it, did you stop? Uh, I must, you stopped.
1: We'll, we did more than stop we we did a, a U-turn uh, in the middle of the road because we just could not believe what we saw let alone read on this little piece of signage there so we, we whipped the truck around in a U-turn uh, quite fast and we pulled over to speak with these gentlemen and sure enough they had a display of uh, guns and knives and Brass knuckles, and I—I <laughs> I could barely be- believe what I was seeing.
0: They're not left over from the mafia when they ran the to town, are they? <laughs> uh, so I so said, "What kind of deals were they offering?"
1: So the first thing that came to my mind, because these were real guns, there were rifles and handguns, and I looked at the fella and I said, "What about the law?" don't you have laws here?
0: (laughs) What about
1: the law? And that's all that I could think to say.
0: Yeah, there's all kind of permits required for handgun sales for certain. And how did they respond to that? What about the law question?
1: Well, they just kind of laughed at me. And uh, the fellow said, you can buy what you want to buy. And once you make the buy, you have to go bye bye. That's the <laughs> law.
0: <laughs> oh my! I'll tell you what. Um, one of our visits, we uh, toured the mob museum, you know, and uh, yeah. one one little town we saw in there is just down the road, eight miles from us, in New Kensington, Pennsylvania. We were proud, you know, and and the yeah. the history of the mob in Las Vegas was something that fascinated me because I know now it's all corporate. But I wanted to ask you: Were you shocked? By the boldness of the recent robberies of casinos, uh, on on and off the Strip. Um,
1: yes, but not directly shocked. Um, it's kind of a two part answer. You know, the growth of Las Vegas has been absolutely out of control since I became a resident in the mid nineties. And the growth there has just not slowed down. So we get a lot of people coming in from everywhere, especially California. And with the unfortunate times of, uh, uh, you know, uh, people don't have jobs or the economic situations that are currently about, people go to desperate measures. And and what a better place to be than Las Vegas. And they they seem to think that they're really going to go into a casino and come out with bags of money which is really not reality but they damn well do a good job trying
0: <laughs> okay well i got one more question for the potential businessmen out there in the in western pennsylvania you know malls i think are they're hurting in a lot of areas and not just western pennsylvania but um there's some that are still healthy here um the one in greensburg uh, that's about 30 miles from our door, front door here uh, is connected to a casino. So it's still pretty healthy. And uh, the Pittsburgh Mills one on Route 28, which is a big expressway going into Pittsburgh, is uh, having hard times. But I know the rents there because uh, my wife, Janie, uh, worked at a business there. And the to, to have a place in the mall, which I think a lot of our listeners would think, oh, I'd like to put a place in a mall. Um, around here, it's probably, at the most... Twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars a month, maybe plus utilities. You pay on your own. But could you, if you people are listening uh, that know the strip, you know the Fashion Show Mall. Could you tell them what just a kiosk would be in the Fashion Show Mall?
1: Well, most people don't believe me when I tell them this, but uh, keep in mind you have thousands and thousands of uh, people, uh, for, you know, foot traffic. The foot traffic in, is fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, the Fashion Show Mall, which is one of our more popular malls located on the north end of the Strip, uh, you're talking about $15,500 to set up a small kiosk uh, in the mall, and that's if you even get approved to set it up, and that comes with a whole lot of restrictions, Uh, to even uh, be in the mall. So the monthly rent for the small kiosk is almost $16,000. Correct, correct. And there are other fees attached to that as well, but the rules are kind of ridiculous. You know, you would think paying that amount of money that you'd have some level of freedom, but that's not the case. And uh, that is attached to a lease, of course, where you're locked in and deposits and so on. And uh, it's it's pretty uh, outrageous so it,
0: it, it in your your final uh experience like the community where you are um south of the ship four or five miles it i remember when uh you and jill first fell in love and going out and meeting you and it was like after you got out of henderson it was empty now when i go out there it's like you said the explosions it doesn't look empty anymore
1: yeah <laughs> it's not at all everybody wants a piece of the action, as they say uh to to come to the the Las Vegas area and the surrounding areas because the growth is just uh it's never slowed down
0: well i I just want to say you know like, to be fair to the young people listening um we have a grandson there who uh, works at a strip casino i 'm not permitted to say which one because of our connection to casinos you would say but uh he 's a dealer uh you know he deals blackjack and craps and roulette and high limit um blackjack he enjoys but it's the best thing that ever happened to him so you definitely can go to las vegas and maybe find the position of your dreams and then
1: maybe eventually opening up a business absolutely yeah the sky's the limit and there are a lot of choices it's just all about the self-discipline to not get yourself tied up
0: okay well okay so it's all about the law man let's talk about it and uh thanks uh to, to james crimmy um Businessman and son in law of yours, Jayley. <laughs> James Crimy. Jay Crimi is a licensed optician and he has a shop for upscale eyewear, a boutique uh, in the Henderson area. And we thank him again for his visit to Casinos USA. Hey, and we're going to take a short break and be right back. Oh. Well, our, as our regular listeners probably know, um, and there's thousands and thousands of them, we don't uh, have requests for you to send us money. Uh, we monetize our podcast via advertising. You know, um, if if when you play our podcast, it opens up with an ad, ends with an ad. We're making a teeny-weeny bit of money from that. But occasionally, we do get people that want to advertise. Uh, uh, we're really... Have listeners all around the world. And this is anyone who has internet can deal with uh, this company. And we have, and that's they contacted us after we dealt with them because we gave them a five star review. LevelUpsense.com. LevelUpsense.com sells candles, air humidifiers, air car fresheners, bath bombs. We love the candles. The candles are fantastic. It's free shipping on all products. It's uh, unique. The products are diverse. They're scented. And I guess you could say we like them because they seem to be stress relieving. So, levelupscents.com, Scents, levelupscents.com. Check them out. Again, it's free shipping on all products. And you can trust on their online business we have, and it's worth it. Okay, particularly if you love candles, air humidifiers, air car fresheners, and bath bombs. All right, thank you. Well, we're going to go with Craps Talk next and then uh, close out the podcast today with STP. That's slots, tips, please. That's Janie and some of her insights. But, you know, in terms of uh, Craps Talk, we are seeing more and more um, on YouTube and at live tables at casinos people playing hybrid systems. And so I always recommend Jeremy Alaric's, um videos and there you'll find a system Hey, you it know, looks like fun to try. Um, remember this, there's no such thing as a foolproof system and there are plenty of foolhardy systems, you know, that are really long shots. But it's, it's interesting to see, you know, different approaches to the game other than smart craps. You know, smart craps is where you are playing the pass line, Um, you go as many odds as you can once the points established behind the pass line and then you do the same thing with two combats and uh, as much odds as you can and you're playing what's known as smart craps which is arguably the best way to play craps but it's also putting a lot of money at risk at one time and that's why I think people don't necessarily play that way I don't see it as often as one might think despite the mathematical advantages of playing that way. So I see people that play from the pass line and make an odds bet behind the pass line and they also place numbers. You know, that seems to be more common to me than than places I travel and go to than just smart craps. I go to smart craps when the table's red hot, man. (laughs) You're not kidding, I do. And I go more than two combats when the table's red hot. But normally I play a hybrid system, uh, ones that you'll find on Jeremy Alaric's Color Up Craps videos all yeah, oh, so often and so basically what you're doing is you're you're hedging one type of bet against the other so if you're starting off with the don't pass line then you might be using the come to make future bets or using place bets i like place bets for the for this reason you can take them down or turn them off whenever you want to uh, when you make a come bet you are protected momentarily against the seven because when it's in the when it's in the come, you know, seven wins, and you also win the don't pass. But once it gets to a number um, and, and somebody makes a point, the next roll, if that's seven is rolled, all the combats are done, they go. And no matter how many you have out there, they're gone, as well as the don't pass line. And, and so that's something to remember. And that's what we want to remind you. There's no foolproof system you know, in the long term, regardless of the system you use, whether it's sound mathematically uh, or not, it's not going to beat the casinos in the long run. It all comes down to winning and getting out. And that's the hard thing to do, especially when you're having a lot of fun. And the other aspect outside of systems with craps, and it's it's important that I say these things in craps talk repeatedly. There's not a casino I know that Forbids one from setting dice if you do it quickly. If you take too long with the dice, they're going to tell you, come on, hurry up, man, don't set them then. But if you can set dice quickly, they're not going to forbid you. And that's because they believe that if the dice hit the back wall, as legally they have to under the rules of the game, the set doesn't really matter. You know, the expression that's common among dealers and casinos, managers, the bag wall makes the call. <laughs> I said dice, um, maybe because I just enjoy setting dice, and uh, sometimes I have some nice rolls, and sometimes I seven out rather quickly setting dice. So the dice hitters will say, well, you're just not good enough. And I'll just say, the back wall makes the call. Stop selling videos, man, and make all those thousands (laughs) at the craps table if you can control dice, because you can't, you know, you can't. Okay, here's Janie.
2: Hi, everyone. It's welcome to Slot Tips, Please. And I'd like to take this time to also wish everybody a happy new year. And how about a lucky new year, especially when it comes to playing slots? But I do have a little bit to discuss about playing slots. I I think we all know that you really should have your budget set. You know, when you walk into the casino, you want to have a budget for playing slots, be it $100 up to $1,000, but you want to have that budget and you don't want to go over it. So, and you also, I feel people either have certain slots they want to play or they want to play all new slots. I think that's also something to think about, especially if you're going to go to the casino when it's crowded. The best time I feel, the coach and I both feel, the best times to go are when it's not crowded. Because when it's crowded, y- you may not get to any machine that you like or that you wanted to play or that you had a favorite machine that you always play. I know that's, that's how I play. I have favorite machines that I always like to go to first or last because sometimes I recoup on my favorite machines. We've found that if you go to a casino when they're having their promotions, which they usually have on the weekends, they're going to be more crowded. Obviously, Saturday nights are very crowded at a casino, and that's when they have a lot of large giveaways. So at that point, you're going to have a very maybe smoky casino if they still allow smoking in them, and you're going to have crowded machines and you may not get to play what you want to play, so then you get mad, you sit down and you just put money in another machine that you don't even want to be playing. So that's not real smart. We think maybe if you pick if you let's say you have a hundred dollars. So pick three machines maybe, possibly, and then put thirty three in each one. Unless one gets hot. If one gets hot then you're gonna want to stay and play as long as that machine is hot. But why stay at a cold machine? You could move to a lot more. If you have, you want to play five machines and you only have $100, then you can put 20 And some people may look at that budget and say, well, that's not really realistic. Well, yeah, my idea, because I'm a little tight when it comes to slots, I try to win as much as possible with the least amount of money. And I've admitted to this many, many times. So I will start out low, and I'll take, I'll take sma- many small wins over, let's say, you know, one large one in a, the hour and a half or so that I'm playing. Here's where
0: I agree with a couple <clears throat> things that you said, and I'm talking as a craps player. You know, if we go to a casino that has two craps tables in their field and they don't have uh, any kind of bubble cap craps or cylinder tower craps, you know, for individual play, I just say, why did I come? And you probably feel the same way. If you go to a casino and you have four or five machines you always want to play and they're taken, you know, you're discouraged. And so I I still hold on to that early morning if the craps tables are open or early afternoon weekdays, that's the best time to go to a casino. I know that's not a possibility for everybody, but it sure works for me.
2: Yeah, a lot of you go on in the evenings, a lot of you go on the weekends because that's when you're off and when you're able to go. So, if you're you know, you go obviously when you're able to go, but my thought is um unless you're involved in the big promotions, I would try to avoid it then or just go because of the promotions. Maybe go there and have dinner and be there for the promotional drawings, but you know, don't have to lose hundreds of dollars while you're waiting. And and that brings up another point I have. A lot of people say, "Well, I I like to play slots because I want to keep getting the comps." Well, you can't that can't be your main focus because comps in every casino are different and they're changing all the time. So to sit there and say, well, I, you know, I'm going to just play so that I get more points. And it takes a lot of time, and a lot of money to get all those points. So I'd just be wise about that. Now, one good day to go is on 10 times points day or any of those promotions where if you do play slots, you're going to get double your points triple your points up to 10 times points, and I've done that, and that really does add up fast.
0: A lot of times for weekdays that are sort of empty, casinos (laughs) will have those kind of days on a Wednesday because they know that people aren't going to be coming, so they do something like that. So look out for those kind of promotions.
2: Those kind of promotions and comps, and also the ones where they give you free play. I mean, I love nothing better than to win on free play, and heaven knows I have done that often, and so has Fav where we didn't put one cent of our own money in, and we still won $500. So those are the kind of things I study and look for those, believe it or not. Well,
0: I think money management is important in any kind of gambling. I don't care if it's sports betting, craps, any other table game, blackjack and slot machines. But I like your idea of trying at least three different machines. And just say you had $300, you know. Right,
2: right. Say, say you put 101
0: one, yeah. just get out of there. This machine's well, ice yeah, cold if
2: it's if it's ice cold and go do yeah. the second At,
0: one and try hundred.
2: we all know it's random hits, but um, there are times when it runs hotter than others, so you know if if it's if you're not getting bonuses and you're not getting anything from that machine, then it's time to move on.
0: yeah, I like that three or five machines one hundred and fifty dollars <coughs> you know fifty dollars a machine. I like your idea that's really a good idea, and I think you'll have as much success or more success by going to an, another machine rather than staying at an ice-cold one.
2: Right. And, and again here, we're searching for more tips from all of you out there. I know there are a lot of you that play slots a lot, and so I would like to hear from you.
0: And to hear, and to hear from you, you need to join our Facebook group. It's Two Words, Casinos USA. Answer a few questions, and you're in. And we have over 1,000 members of that Facebook group, and they discuss slots, <laughs> and we use their tips. Okay, hey, thank you, Jenny. I appreciate you stopping in.
2: Anytime.
0: So there you have it. Again, I want to thank Jimmy Crimmie. Uh The iBoutique hit that he owns and operates is in Henderson, Nevada. I also want to thank Level Up Sense, S-C-E-N-T-S, levelupsense.com, for their advertising with us today. And again, to our thousands of listeners, we, as Janie said, and as I said at the beginning, wish you the happiest new year and hope that everything you want 2023 to become comes to pass. And you're listening to Casinos USA, a place where every day is Saturday.